you're listening to the Bearded Theologians podcast, hosted by Zach Bechtold and Matt Franks. If you'd like to learn more about the Bearded Theologians, you can go online at beardedtheologians.com, where we have past podcasts, blogs, and a couple items for sale. So check us out, beardedtheologians.com. Thank you for listening, and enjoy this week's show. You're listening to the Bearded Theologians podcast, hosted by Matt Franks and Zach Bechtold. So uh, this week on the podcast, um, we're going to look at um, the New Testament, which is something we haven't done in, in quite a while, actually. it's, it's We kind of got in an Old Testament rut there for a while, Zach, uh, something we're not really used to. Um, but uh, we found a, the lectionary text this week is a really interesting text that uh, spoke to us in a unique and special way. And so um, we're going to look at Matthew 22, 15 through 22, which is the lectionary reading for this week. And so, Zach, I'll let you uh, kick us off with that. Very good. Uh, then the Pharisees met together to find a way to trap Jesus and his words. It's always a fun way to start a story with Jesus. They sent their disciples along with the supporters of Herod to, to him. Teacher, they said, we know that you are genuine and that you teach God's way as it really is. We know that you are not swayed by people's opinions because you don't show favoritism. So tell us what you think. Does the law allow people to pay taxes to Caesar or not? Knowing their evil motives, Jesus replied, why do you test me, you hypocrites? Show me the coin used to pay the tax. And they brought him a denarian, whose image and inscription is on this, he asked. Caesar's, they replied. Then he said, give to Caesar's what belongs to Caesar and to God what belongs to God. When they heard this, they were astonished and they departed. So Matt, when you hear that, uh, it's, it's, a, it's a fun bit of scripture where Jesus has this really passive aggressive <laughs> interaction with these folks uh, on both ends, right? They're, they clearly come with motive and agenda uh, and say really nice things to Jesus. And yet there is pure agenda behind it. They're trying to, they're trying to trap him, right? They're trying to discredit him. They're trying to do a lot of things. Um, and so when you hear this story, uh, one that we often hear just the back end of it. Give to Caesars what is Caesars, right? Um, what do you, what really comes to mind? What bubbles up within you? Well, I find this to be an interesting text, like how it lines up just a couple of weeks out from uh, the elections that we have going on in our country and um, the angst of, of lining up with um, Caesar, so to speak, um, and 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 I, I don't know. I, just, I I this is one of those times. If I were preaching this the lectionary this week, this would be a fun text to unpack with the congregation to talk about how um, we respond in regards to our civic duty, which is usually traditionally the way that this text is, this text is presented. But as we were looking at it and talking about it, like there were a couple of things that um, that just popped up to me is that one like. Anytime Jesus is going to be trapped by um, anybody, um, whether it's the Pharisees or uh, another person in the story or even the disciples themselves, I love how Jesus responds in that he tries to get them to think about, like, how would they respond and, like, what's the real answer? Um, that's, a great, that's a great way to do teaching. That's a great way of, of, of helping people grow in their life. And, 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 and it's not, you know, Jesus doesn't really give us a solid answer, but he gives us an answer. Um, and, and then the other thing, like, I think is like understanding, like, this is one of those ones where if you have a good study Bible, like, I want to encourage you to, to dive into that and, and read, 
um, the thoughts behind that because we could unpack that for days. Um, but like, there's definitely a lot of good things to to learn about uh, Roman culture and what it means that Jesus has a coin or doesn't have a coin or who has a coin. I mean, all that stuff, like we could unpack that for days on this. And so, um, you know, I think being aware of what's going on really in the text, because when this is preached or when this is talked about in the church, uh, it's only really verse 21 and 22 that ever get talked about. And so like, I want us to like expand that and kind of look at, see what Jesus is really uh, addressing here. And so uh, as you see that, what do you think Jesus is really addressing here? Yeah, I think the thing that I, I find the most intriguing is Jesus like, bring, bring me one of those coins. Um, it, it doesn't have one, uh, <laughs> you know, and even if he does, it's still the act of show me. It, it, it's that same idea, right, that Jesus often, when questioned, uh, it, especially in this way, he answers it with a question, right? Well, why don't you tell me? Um, you see it with the, the rich man looking for eternal life. What do I got to do, Right well, you tell me, what do you, what, you know, uh, when they're trying to trap Jesus later on with the greatest commandment, right? You, well, you tell me what the law says. Um, and, and this is no different. This is classic Jesus style of, well, show me, show me a coin. Tell me whose face is on it. What do we do with this now? You know? Um, and I, I don't know. I, there's, you're right. There's a lot to unpack in this that we, that we don't often do. And, and even when we do, just looking at verses, the back end of it, verses 21 and 22, give to Caesar what belongs to Caesar. I don't know that we're doing this, this story justice, uh, this passage justice, when we just look at those two. Um, and we're not looking in the context of the rest, and we're not looking in the context of what happens before, right? Because um, Jesus is just teaching in parables, right, at this point and trying to get people into the place where they'll listen and understand and, and know, and it's pissing people off. And so they're coming after him. Well, we're also on that, that downhill slide of, of, of Jesus's story here. And so they're mm -hmm. like, you know, the Pharisees are definitely looking for a way to entrap Jesus. So that way they can like, you know, get rid of him and get him out of the, the way because he's causing some problems and, and so like, even in this story, we see that there's that, that entrapment that the Pharisees are doing. And, and, um, and, and not only that, they brought some people with them, like, and, and some people who are outside of the, um, the faith community with them to really try to get him to, in a, in a corner. Um, and, and, and I don't know, I, I, as I think about this, I think of like, um, you know, like, the duty of citizenship and then like the duty to God and that struggle that we face with that. Um, you know, when do we serve God and, and we should always really serve God, but then like, when does, like when those two clash, um, how do we handle that? And like, when they go against, you know, like in this story, it's really looking at the graven image, like, you know, the, who's on the image, who's on the face of the coin? Well, it's Caesar. Well, that's Caesar's. That's not God's like, and pay that head tax. That would have been known as a head tax. And so like pay that head tax to, to Caesar. Um, and, and Jesus lays down this foundation of like, you know, belonging to the kingdom is really about surrendering your life to God, but like also like being aware of that, that tension that that brings of when we're being a citizen of whatever country we're a part of. Um, and there's a tension there on that. There is a tension there and we don't hold that tension well 
Mm-hmm. Uh, if you look at our, our cultural makeup today, it's either or. Um, if you're X party, you're this. If you're Y party, you're that. And you couldn't possibly be this other thing. Um, and so I, I struggle with preaching this in the same light of civic duty, just in the sense of does in preaching that, does it give permission to act, to, for people to act the way they're acting today and saying, if you don't vote this way, you're not a good Christian or you're not this or that. And that's not, that's, that, that puts us in a really sketchy spot, right? Uh, we, we have, if you look at it, just about everything Jesus says, it goes countercultural to the culture and to the um, politics of the day. Um, he does not buy into the Roman Empire. Uh, he goes against it. He doesn't buy into really the religious empire at the time. He goes against it. And uh, I really, I think that's what this is pushing towards, or at least uh, the way I would push towards if I was preaching of, what really is at stake here? And it's not living into our religious beliefs so that we can then render to Caesar what is Caesar's. It is doing what we are called to do by God, despite what Caesar calls us to do. Um, and, and often in the face of what religion tells us to do because of Caesar. Yeah. And, and I, I, there's a, there's a, there's just a lot there. Yeah. And, and I, and I said, I, I like you have heard this preached with just those two verses in mind. Um, and so like, I've never really wrestled with the larger picture of this text in that like Jesus is really calling us to pay attention to how we're uh, being in the world. Um, and, um, you know, I, I, you know, I read this and I think about this and man, there'd be a lot of work we'd have to do on talking about empire and, and how do we live with, you know, how do we live counter, you know, Jesus does kind of like, you're right. I, I love how you phrase it. And not only against the Roman empire, but the religious empire of the day. Um, and I, I really do believe that like Jesus called us to do that. And that it's not about really, um, I think it's about repurposing that and like taking it and making it better. How can we make this better? How can we make this place better? And and there are a lot of ways that we can do that. There's a lot of ways, you know, um, for me, like, I, I'll be honest with you, Zach, like one of the things I always look at, especially like we're talking right now, like, I don't know about in your state, but I know in our state, we have a couple of, of bills that are, you know, things that are up for um, vote. And, you know, one of the things that I always use, I always use the social principles of the United Methodist Church as kind of a guideline for me. Um, you know, scripture is definitely primary, but like, you know, the social principles kind of help direct me um, when I'm faced with a decision on that to, you know, make a wise decision. And the same thing with candidates. Like I don't vote. I'm not a particular, I'm an independent. And so like I did that purposely because I didn't, I had a hard time being a follower of Jesus and being part of a particular party. Um, that's just something, that's just the way I've always felt. Um, and, and I know that that's not necessarily viewed in the same light in a lot of ways but like i really like that's just to me something i lean into a little more um and you know we see the text we we have the discussions we're having now and like you know the the real question is how are we showing love Uh, i mean to me that's what that's how we break down these things like it breaks down the religious authorities it breaks down the political authorities is how are we loving our neighbor i mean that's you know that's where i lie on that 
Right. And, and I think that's what Jesus is getting at here. Um, you have the Pharisees, the religious leaders that are coming with this trap. What do we do here, Jesus? Are we to pay taxes? Or are we to not? And, and Jesus essentially tells them, do both, you know, or just no, <laughs> right? Uh, give to Caesar what belongs to Caesar and give God what belongs to God. It's really, it's an answer, but it's kind of a non-answer, right? It's vague enough to be like, well, what do I do still, you know? Um, but it's that pushback of Jesus going, you know, you know what to do here. You know the answer. Um, and, and it's not the one you want me to give you. Uh, you know what this is. And so, uh, you know, for those who don't know what our social principles are, they, you know, they're, they're a guiding, a guiding set of book for us that, that comes from scripture, right? They're backed up by scripture and, and lean into what we um, believe and support as, as Methodists um, on a variety of um, cultural topics uh, that pertain today. Um, so if you've never read those, we invite you to either go back and listen to our podcast a couple years about them or Google them. Uh, they're there. Uh, and they may help you in, in this conversation and how, and um, may help you unpack what you believe and how you uh, face the world around you, uh, both the, uh, or all the empires that, <laughs> that are built up around you, regardless of their affiliation. Yeah. And so like, I, you know, I definitely encourage you as you're, as you're preaching, if you're going to preach this text this week or any time in the near future to, and like I said earlier, dive into a good study Bible or some good commentaries about it and to help you unpack it even more. And please don't hang on just those two verses. Like, truly look at the larger story on this because I think it'd be a good conversation to have um, to really dive into really what Jesus is saying here. Um, and he's flipping the script. He's not giving an, he, he, he gave an answer that wasn't one that I'm sure that they were expecting, which was typical Jesus. And so, um, you know, pay attention to Texas week. I think that's a really good place to, to lie this week. So I encourage you to go to our website at beardedtheologians.com. We've got a lot of great content up. Um, as always, we've got um, some items you can buy. It's Pastor Appreciation Month. Um, if uh, you would love to buy your pastor a, a gift, you know, just encourage you to, to pick up a, a, a mask or something uh, that, you know, just as a joke or something, you know, that'd be a good way to share or a coffee mug. Um, and, and that's always a good way to show your appreciation for your pastor. Um, we, uh, you know, just encourage you to go, what, however you're listening to us through YouTube or, um, any kind of podcasting app that you're listening to us and make sure that you, uh, give us five stars and rate us and, and let us know how you like the podcast and uh, continue to be in conversation with us, uh, through all the social medias. And so for the bearded theologians, I'm Matt Franks. Uh, I'm Zach Bechtold. Thanks for checking us out. First guys, I want you to subscribe and like this video. And put that thumbs, push that thumbs up. Thank you for listening to the Bearded Theologians podcast. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and share on all social media outlets. You can check out old episodes and more information at beardedtheologians.com. Thanks for checking us out.